following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Ever-bubbly editorial writer for Toonami Pitbull, CJ Mappus. Eh, shit, your country ain't as well. Yeah, no, that's, it's, <laughs> you're probably going to hear that a lot in today's podcast. Yeah, whatever. Darrell, we hardly ever have you on anymore. Makes me sad. I know, I don't like it. I know, man, ever since I got this new job, man. It's like working those late nights, man. That's a phone sex operator, man. Gotta work right. <laughs> Thank you for calling the Love Sex Hotline. How can I help you tonight? Yeah, I'm just sitting on your lap. I miss you sitting on my lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have a question about my bill, my uh, statement from the Love Sex Hotline. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think I ordered these services. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but you okay. Well, last time I checked, that you had the upper under with the Dutch Roper. That was you, and I'm seeing where you made the payment of. T- <laughs> Yeah, I'll show you where I made the payment. Oh, yeah. I, I guess you could say that was the money shot, huh? Yeah, where I made the deposit. Like, I feel like such a fourth wheel right now with you three. Oh, I'm sorry, CJ. You can come here. You can sit on my other it's lap. Like, it, it's, it's not the he Bay Wars. It's the, it's, the, it's the Bay, like, love affair. And it's with these three. I'm just here for the ride. Oh, you can ride, all right. Not as well as others, apparently. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, CJ. You want some of the love, too? I've always wanted some of the love. <laughs> oh, you can get... Oh, let me give you all the love. Uh, I'm not nearly drunk enough for this. <laughs> well, I know we're all super thrilled that Samurai Jack is back. Jack yeah. is back! Yeah. And this time I actually got to see it before the rerun on Wednesday. Nice. <laughs> this might be the time. Oh. You gotta have a DVR. Well, good I thing about that... Uh... He doesn't have a DVR, you see? Some people don't have DVRs. No, to be honest, I I probably should invest in, in it, but I'm still on the mindset of if I if it's important, I'll make sure to catch it. Sadly, I work, so that's kind of out of my hands. Um, this is I've been happy that Toonami's moved up. You know, it's expanded to the 11 o'clock hour. I've been very happy. Just realized that for my schedule, it makes my life more miserable because I miss everything. I don't get home till about twelve twenty every mm. time, so it's just like I didn't mind it before because it was just DBZ guy, and I already watched DBZ thousands of thousands of thousands of thousands of times, so I'm not really missing anything. And so it was just like, yeah, I'm not missing anything. Get to watch Tsunami now that it's expanded. Better off of the block in general, just not for my personal life. Yeah, there are some folks that are feeling that pain. <laughs> Wait, really? I thought oh. I was alone on this one. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, lots of people, you know, they had their set schedule. They knew when they needed to get home in time for Toonami, and now that's changed, and it's like, 
thrown everything out of whack on Saturday nights. It's a for good them. change. It's honestly, to me, I find it a good change. As much as it pains me not being able to watch Samurai Jack live with everyone, which I do enjoy. I love uh, watching and tweeting Toonami with all the fans, just like with Sketch, Jen, Darrell, all of them. I enjoy it a lot. It's just, you know, it sucks for me just because I work uh, the night shift uh, where I do, you know? Exactly. Same here, bro. But yeah, I got to see it on Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah. Not That's... to mention, man. Like, oh, literally, I, I... Oh, on my break, I actually make, I try to make a text or something, man, depending on what show's on. No, I haven't even seen them, but just make some kind of lewd comment. I am so glad that <laughs> I saw this one before the podcast because I'm watching it at home, and when I see the scene, I scream like, oh! And everyone's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Relax. It's just a cartoon. I'm just like, no! You don't understand! This cartoon from my childhood suddenly got really violent, and I don't know what <laughs> yes. to think. He did something I never <laughs> thought I would see him do. And I loved every second of that. Well, it was we get, wonderful. We it, got a it, little bit of warning from that from all the interviews, but if you didn't read any of that, I'm sure it was quite the surprise. Well, now you got to learn. More of a surprise was how quick it happened. Like, yeah. you know, like with Jack's fights, how quick and they use those cuts where all of a sudden it goes like one, one third of the screen to slash, another third to slash. And they're just like, you know, robots and oil just flowing everywhere. <laughs> And he's being chased by these, uh, the what are they, the sisters of Aku? Or the, no, the daughters. 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 And all of a sudden, it's like quick, because they're so fast, and Jack has no time to really think. And he, of course, he thinks they're just robots. Just slices the neck, and it's just like, oh, oh, whoops. That wasn't what was supposed to happen. I like the joke that was going around. Uh, it was one of those, confirm that you're not a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Things that you see all over compete. the internet. <laughs> Check box if you're not a robot. <laughs> and I will say the whole scene with Jack talking to himself was wonderful. Oh, yeah, my God, that, that was, was one of my good. favorites. You got to hear him like talk more, even though it was just inside his head. Like the actual character is just like, I always find a way. That was it. But then you it's like very hear few it. words. Very yeah, few words. for him. And then like his mind is like going at a hundred miles an hour. It's like this is me. This is, like, everyone in their life. Well, you can tell that, like, his depression and just everything is just getting to him lately. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's and you completely sad. get it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like, definitely get it. Like, literally, he's kind of suffering from PTSD at this point. Mm-hmm. And, like, serious mm-hmm. depression. Like I just, I really like the it. color. I like the color of his inner, like, Jack. Like, the blue with, like, a little white in there, too. Like, it looks really cool. Very contrast to what, like, is going on all around him, too. And the light blue eyes. Yeah. Aw. Blue eyes. Can't lie. I actually enjoy Aku, too, though, man. When he was... Uh, <laughs> I'm on the different funny. side of that. I was enjoying that, man. I, I did, to an extent, because Aku was... It's funny, because, like, he's been a more comedic villain even though like everyone fears him as like the over the ruler of the entire universe kind of thing but it's just i was kind of like i thought it was a little too long i was kind of just like eh, can we just get to the story well we, we know that aku has his issues too he was talking to his therapist <laughs> but apparently only if aku is, is uh <laughs> qualified to to give therapy to Aku. If that's talking to a therapist, and I've been doing that for years, where is my money? I don't know, man. I need to ask people where my money at, man. <laughs> I just uh, thought it was a lot. 
I thought it was a little long, but I do like the the screen caps that I've been seeing of like uh, Aku talking to Aku, both of them screaming, looking exactly the same. Like they are actually really funny. I just thought the whole entire scene was a little long, just a tad. Maybe. Well, we start off this episode, chapter ninety three, with a a little bit of Aku's morning routine. He gets up, he pulls his fiery eyebrows out of the dresser drawer for whatever reason and he is told that there are some uh, new new arrivals coming to give tributes so first there's these mud people and he sees them and they bring this nice mud statue and he's like oh get out of here i just vacuumed you're making a mess what are you doing and then some scientists show up and they're like look we have perfected the beetle droid it is the greatest it has ever been. It will surely slay the samurai. And Aku's all like, I don't care. That that was the old Aku. I don't know. I've moved on. <laughs> Just If you want to build it, whatever. But I don't care. Not me, no. So then he starts his therapy session. And he probably does a lot of these. And he <laughs> laments the fact that it's been 50 years. And he destroyed all the time portals. And he thought he was going to kill Jack. Either by, you know, he would just wait it out and somebody would off him or Jack would die of natural causes. But 50 years later, Jack has not aged and he's only grown this stupid beard, according to Aku. <laughs> Dude, That's so that mean. Beard, that beard Sketch knows hot, about man. beards. <laughs> Probably oh, took, a, took a while to, to grow that beard. <laughs> hey, Sketch has a sexy beard, man. Yeah, it's All I have just more of a goatee. <laughs> All I have is a goatee. No, dude, you have a beard, I have a goatee. I can't really do much more than neck scrub as far as a beard goes. But I, I don't know, maybe you need to put a perm in it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 not a good idea. So we see that Aku, along with Jack, is, you know, this is mentally very taxing that they're long battle has not come to a conclusion in 50 years, even though it sounds like Aku hasn't shown himself to Jack in a very long time. So, Jack is uh, driving around on his sweet chainsaw motorcycle, and there is some symbolism going on. We have a, a lone wolf, white wolf, is following a similar path to Jack. They both come to a fork in the road. They both choose one side. They both come upon some attackers, and they both fight for their lives. It's all very nice and symbolic. And interestingly enough, the first time that blood is shown involves the wolf attacking these creatures, which is like, there's only three of them, but they're very large. And they have green blood, and the wolf has red blood. And, as we know, the daughters of Aku have been tracking Jack. They're trying to kill him. That's their whole purpose. And Jack recently destroyed yet another beetle droid, probably the very one that the scientists were telling Aku about earlier in the episode. And he has managed to defeat that, but he notices that there's something else. So he tries to defend himself, but he can't do it quite fast enough. He's unable to pull out the special dagger that he got from Scaramooch! <laughs> you know, the one that, that causes the vibration to explosion. So he's getting pounded because he's blindsided and can't seem to do anything. So he takes some cover 
And that's when he starts talking to himself. And you see that Jack is very determined to survive, whereas inner Jack is all like, you know, it's been 50 years, I can't stand this anymore. So to joke the meme, Jack is like, I will survive. And inner Jack is like, kill yourself. <laughs> Where was Kermit the Frog, damn it? I know, right? Oh, he was sipping on that tea, son. <laughs> Yeah, Kermit the Frog was over on the corner sipping that tea like, mm-hmm. Maybe you should, Jack. <laughs> Maybe. But that's none of my business, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should end the suffering, but that's none of my business. <laughs> Sketch does oh a mean God. Kermit the Frog impression. Yes, actually. he does. Oh, you want to hear it mean, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You think you got this meme game down, son? I've been doing it for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's none of my business. The oh lovers and the God. dreamers and me, that's my business. <laughs> <laughs> so after talking to himself for a little while, we generally see that Jack's psyche is really pounding him at this point. But he's determined to survive. He thinks that his opponents are robots like any other. So he dashes into some ruins, but this is all done very slow motion-like. And you can see the tension in every step as he realizes there are several attackers coming for him quickly and he has to act fast. So he makes his way into the ruins and there's a little bit of hide-and-seek going on. And eventually he makes his way into a tomb after a few individual scuffles with some of these assassins, not all of them at once. But now he's in a tomb area, and this really great music kicks up. And there's so much tension when he's hiding in the tomb area. And there's just a tiny little bit of light with a firefly. You know? <laughs> More symbolism, no doubt. And eventually, they find him, and he flies out of the grave that he was resting in. And he fights his way a little bit more he's not very successful they destroy all of his stuff up to this point he's lost his body armor he's lost all of his technology all of his weapons so he keeps picking up different weapons as they go and the fight sequence is amazing i mean i can't put it into words the choreography is just fantastic no really ruby needs to take a take a page out of that man (laughs) because that pacing (laughs) I'm just saying, I love the series, but that pacing is horrible, man. With what series? Uh, Ruby. A lot of people Don't say worry. the thing that sets Samurai Jack apart is it understands when you have to have the ebbs and flows in combat. Yes. Where it can't all be constant fighting. That's the biggest problem with modern Hollywood. It's just constant explosions, craziness happening all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you need You need to draw it back at times and let the tension build up again before you give us the next barrage and jack's always done that perfectly like the oh, first yeah, thing absolutely. my brother said with because uh, he saw it live with um, episode one and i was telling him like make sure you see it he was watching like it's it's like it never left and like jack doesn't talk as much you kind of just like he just scowls he looks they still kept that tension of like him looking at his villain uh his enemies and it's just like it builds so much where when the fighting does start you feel more rewarded than as you were saying with those like high octane hollywood stuff mm-hmm 
the pacing is just right, man, because, I mean, your eyes can follow it. Your eyes are not tired when you're watching this fight scenes with Jack. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful. It's well-paced. It is beautiful. This whole series so far has been visually beautiful but, to watch. But the thing, the one thing I can say about Gendy was when he first talked about Samurai Jack when we had the, you know, the first episodes, he was talking about how the art style and art, you know, would change, you know, per episode. And, you know, you're still kind of seeing that in this um, version of Jack, too. The only thing is, it's just a little, it's darker now. It's more adult. It's not the Samurai Jack that we knew back in the day where, you know, you just saw oil. This time we got to see some blood. Jack can grow it up now. So at this point, Jack is exhausted. He has fought a hard fight and he just wants to escape. He realizes that there's no way that he can defeat all of these assassins at the same time where he is. The close quarters are, are just going to do him in. So he makes his way toward the exit and he gets attacked by one of the daughters of Aku. So he fights her alone. And, as CJ mentioned earlier, slices her neck and kills her. And once the mask falls off, Jack suddenly realizes that he's taken a human life for the first time ever. And you can just see the anguish on his face. And then he notices the dagger that's stuck in his side. And he realizes, well, I can't really sit here and take this in any longer. I just gotta keep going. So he grabs the sword that he got from Scaramouche and he hits all of the rocks behind him as he kind of waits a moment until they explode and he falls into the river where you see him wash away with a whole lot of blood. And we Yeah, that should be dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, he, well, actually he's actually got a fine chance because he didn't take out the dagger. That's the good thing. Never yeah, it, take it out. Because that's, that's, me, the, uh, that's the anime influence. Loses a whole human body's worth of blood. It's fine after he eats a uh, meal. <laughs> yeah, get him a, get him a couple of things. Well, some would argue there might be some kind of regenerative property to him because of the time travel yeah, or, or whatever. Uh, that's true, I, too. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think I have to give Paul credit for that one because I'm pretty sure he mentioned it before. <laughs> Well, the whole thing. You I know, don't like giving him credit for anything, Scott. I know me either, but it's only right. Yeah, I know. Paul, I hate you. I hope you're editing. Too, I hope you're editing this one. Yes. <laughs> Just to let you know, Paul, if I could moon you right now, I would. By the way, did anyone see the uh, the topical for the newest Jack? I yes. love that. I'm so excited for that. With uh, he's like saying like you either can leave. Or you all will die. He's like, oh, got it, got it, got to sell this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's do or die at this point. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's gone over that line that fans probably thought he would never cross. Look, he's a true samurai now. Yeah. He, he's, he's like a, he's like he's, Mu, uh, Mugen now. Hey, you got to yeah. take a life at some point, man. Interestingly, <laughs> Inner Jack was talking about how there's no more honor left. The only honorable thing left to do is to kill yourself. Now I wonder what Inner Jack is going to be saying. Yeah, I get to kill this first human. Hey, look, man, if you look at the training that the DOA had, man, that was worse than boot camp, man. I thought boot camp was hard. Dude, this is a whole nother level. I mean, dude, they put the training to shame, son. I was like, I don't think I could have survived that. 
<laughs> so at the but end of all of this, we see that the wolf has slain the three other large creatures, but it's probably dead or close to dying itself. And in case you didn't realize it, the wolf is Jack. Jack is the wolf. Cool. To like be honest that. with you, those three tigers look kind of like Battle Cat from He-Man. They did! Oh man, I'm glad somebody else noticed. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what Battle Cat doing on here? I know. <laughs> Cringer, my fearless friend. That ain't Cringer, because Cringer runs away. That's, yeah, yeah. Hey, Cringer's a pussy, Battle Cat is, <laughs> he is a tiger. Cats. Exactly. Oh, okay. I mean, I I kind of hate that we didn't get the resolution of this bit of the story in one episode, but I suppose that would be too fast. Yeah, but man, it does make for some nice suspense building, though. Mm-hmm. Ah, that it does. That it does. And it will be interesting to see how this all plays out. I think it's going to play out pretty well, man. It's sad, but I actually got a hypothesis of what's going to go on. This is in my head. I'm not telling anybody. But I kind of foresee what's going to happen towards everything. Goddamn analytical mind. <laughs> or is... you could be wrong, but you'll say you're right anyway. So that's why you won't tell us. No, I don't want to spoil it for nobody. Trust me. It's a lot of anime. Probably like three episodes in, I actually knew what was going to happen towards the end. And I was actually right. Any additional thoughts, Jen? No, I just, I can't wait for next, you know, this next week's episode. It's fantastic. It's everything I wanted it to be. I agree. Just like that King of the Hill meme. (laughs) (laughs) I love that thing. Good animation, faithful to the original story. Mm, That's a good reboot. What if people (laughs) want their reboot like the Powerpuff Girls? We politely but firmly asked them to leave. <laughs> I recently just saw that King of the Hill episode too, which we laugh even more. Exactly. That's Quality like somebody, memes. Quality memes. That's like somebody ordering a well done steak. <laughs> we politely asked them to leave. <laughs> On to the talkbacks. Rob Barracuda wrote in. Uh, Aku has caused Jack great psychological torment, but acts like he's the victim. Aku is literally 100% of all Twitter trolls. Oh, <laughs> Rob, you is the dude. Nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Jeffries Herrera wrote in, anyone need counseling? Aku is the right therapist to contact. <laughs> all he'll do is say, ah. <laughs> I think I'd take a second option. I don't know. I have to see if he licenses Yes, man, yes. <laughs> it is a problem, man. but you know what would solve it? For the samurai to die! (laughs) (laughs) And then you're just in there, it's like, what are you talking about? My grandmother just died. Like, what? (laughs) No, the samurai must die. And that's all you get. I'm not paying you $100 for this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Jester Slayer wrote in, Who the hell does Aku think he is? Discord from My Little Pony? Also, the new animation for Aku is nice looking. You know, I thought about that Discord stuff too. No fucking yeah, a lie. Lot of, a lot of people thought that uh, therapist Aku reminded them of Discord. And yeah, Discord is fucked up in the head, man. I like that dude. D. Aaron wrote in, so Aku is going just as crazy as Jack. Must say, I didn't expect that. 
That is an interesting twist. They're connected. Dude. They're brothers. They've been They're in this together. Struggle. It's no different than Ken Shin and Takata, man. Well, it's just like like when you see with uh, cop dramas when there's like this one creep that's like associates with the lead character or detective and it's just like, you complete me. It's just like, oh, that. you mean like psychopaths? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Ooh, I was just thinking of like CSI and NCIS, but sure. Yeah. Psychopaths. Happy Kuro Kitty wrote in, at least Jack gets a change from the usual mechanical battles and such. He needs to sharpen his skills against real opponents. That's a so good point. They could die. As smart <laughs> as many a robot can be, there's just nothing that compares to fighting another human opponent. You mean that beetle wasn't enough for you? No. You know, those <laughs> beetles are like the freaking Kenny of Samurai Jack. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares about the beetles that much. <laughs> Apparently they've been improved from what the scientists tell Aku. Well, they probably have been, but <laughs> I'm just looking for the meme with Mario saying still cannon fodder. <laughs> Samantha Jade White wrote in, "Wow, Jack is talking to himself, and his past self is telling him something to motivate him." Ah, uh, sorta. <laughs> That's one way to interpret it. <laughs> no, that is not motivation. That is torment and self-loathing. This is what people who go through breakdowns and PTSD hear in their minds. Literally, it's not motivation. It is a basic self-loathing of oneself to the point that we have degraded to this point. That we're either going to stay in this bubble and just decay mentally, or you're just going to phase out and just go crazy that's where jack is he's on the razor's edge right now and our last jack talk back from toonami gamer holy the music eargasmic that'll be five dollars that's my word (laughs) Uh, you serious yeah i've actually used that word several times in a lot of articles i've written Mm, mm. also i also have deals on ear crack (laughs) Five bucks. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know five. what to say. All right, then. Somebody take credit for that, you know. So, if you enjoy the music, you may be interested to know that it's from the same composer as Symbionic Titan. Yeah, I knew it sounded familiar, man. And he's definitely getting a lot of inspiration from modern Hollywood, which honestly is not bad. Can't say, man, that armor, his Jack's armor was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, some folks are disappointed that they're not doing the old opening sequence and wondered why they decided not to do that. And honestly, I think it's more of a style choice than an obligation. Just because this is a more serious take and they wanted a more serious introduction to every episode, which is also... You know, just enough exposition for anybody to really catch up. So, that's you just can't win, Sketch. Someone <laughs> will find a problem, even with Samurai Jack. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. I mean, I'm a little disappointed <sighs> that the intro really? is both shorter and yeah. You know, 
Come on. Come on, baby. Gotta love that intro. I wanted that Run the Jewels remix. No, it was great. It's just like with everything else with it, you really want to have time to complain about, oh, well, we need the intro back to it. This is phenomenal. That's just like nitpicking. That to me is is. nitpicking. It is. It is nitpicking. Though it does show the general. It is selfish. The the general, I, I, I I think it's more of a style choice and less of a nobody's doing intros like that anymore kind of situation is is really what i'm saying because yeah. it would be easy to believe that the reason why they didn't do that is because the network was like no no no, no we don't do intros like that anymore but i think it's more of a style choice because for one thing adult swim does intros like that anymore for their like 11 minute shows they do full openings so i don't i don't think it's that but i don't know but you gotta love they have the classic credit sequence mm-hmm the fact that we Completely got that classic. just should supersede anything. It's like, oh, we needed this or that. Exactly. This has been damn near perfect. Honestly, it's been perfect. How can you complain about this? How can you not watch this? This is just phenomenal in <laughs> every way. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's been so good. This so is this, exactly... This is a kick in the pants. Forever. So this is what I'm going to say about ratings regarding Samurai Jack. So first two weeks... Top-rated show on Adult Swim for Saturday night. That means it beat Family Guy two weeks in a row. But more impressively than that, on the first week, it made the top 25 of all of cable. Mm-hmm. Wow. No Toonami show has ever done that. Sit down, Fat Man Griffin. Hey, 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 your face looks like No, golf. sit down. Sit down. We have a new champ. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah, it's too bad that champ is gone in about eight more weeks. <laughs> Season <Dude>. six. <laughs> I hate to see what people gonna. I hate to see what people gonna say when Fooly Cooly comes back, though. Mm. It won't be as vague, but it, there's definitely not as much enthusiasm for the sequel to Fooly Cooly because a lot of people are like, "We need more Samurai Jack," and the opposite of that is true of Fooly Cooly. There were certainly a lot of people who were like, "I would love more of this." But even more people were like, this is fairly complete. I don't think I need more of this. So oh, we're going to get. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. I look forward to it. Now. I do, too. I think it will be well worthwhile. So that brings us to the rest of Toonami this week. <laughs> Starting with uh, a singular talkback for Dragon Ball Super because... I was so bored that episode. My gosh, I was so bored. I'm not I mean, gonna continue with my dogging for it, so I'm just really gonna let hard you guys to do follow it. up Samurai Jack with that. But I don't. Even then, it was okay. So we're back to the screaming that Dragon Ball Z is known for. That's <laughs> that's great. But the fight is just so dragged out, and it's not very interesting. But it's oddly like silly <laughs> very silly so with here's the, the talk back with that Gundam Unicorn 24 wrote in he bit his tail and then yells in his ear <laughs> Dragon Ball Super's weirdest fight so far yeah well, it, is a, it, is, flick. it is a slapstick fight where's the three stooges music exactly Moving on. So uh, that's all that needs to be said about that. 
So, then came, to apparently a lot of people's surprise, Sand Whale and Me, which I don't even know. <laughs> I, I wish I could have saw it. I, I really do. I don't even know. It, it was different. It was different very nice. The The CGI was very nicely animated. I, I was very impressed with the CGI animation. I don't quite understand what it's going for. It's obviously got some video game inspired quirks, but the first episode by itself is a little hard to measure, so to speak. Yeah, you should write a review for it. Yeah, maybe when the whole thing's done. <laughs> no, I mean this first episode. <laughs> for this first episode, uh, <laughs> she finds a snail and she eats it and then it's bubble gum and then it pops and then <laughs> she sounding great dies and <laughs> give me about a give me about a pound of weed and it sounds like we can have a great time yeah a lot of people are saying this is like if dvr theater weirdness kind of seeped into tsunami <laughs> that might be an understatement <laughs> this is <laughs> I don't know what uh, Mamoru Oshii has been up to these last several years, but, well. Weed. <laughs> this ain't Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> and the talkbacks for that. Uh, Josh Knighton wrote in, So that was Sand Whale and Me, huh? It reminds me of that old show from ADV, The Fukons. Not sure if that's a good thing or not yet. Hmm. That's a fucking bad thing. Andrew. I don't actually know that show. I vaguely recall it, but Josh's like, library is pretty it. huge. <laughs> yes, like uh, the shows that he can like get references to is like, wow, you really know your shit. Yeah, he does, man. I know we give him shit about Akira, but I love that shit, man. <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows, Darrell. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I know, right? <laughs> Josh, you will forever be scarred with this, man. I mean, he keeps bringing it up himself. Like just this week, he tweeted out that he found <laughs> he really? Akira. Yes! He found Akira at the store listed under movies. He's like, I guess I have to accept the fact it's a movie. <laughs> that's awesome. I love someone who can laugh at himself. Like that's awesome. That to me is awesome. So Andrew Kaiko wrote in, "That is one pack of gum that apparently makes you see Twitter birds." Mm-hmm. The sand whales have, well, a lot of people think they don't really look like whales, so to speak. They look like something else. And Japhis wrote in, holy crap, it's the worms from Intruder 3. Is she on Shogo with 162? No. So they were like the Alaskan bullworm from Spongebob? Eh. No. They're the worms from Doom, man. Doom. Doom. I love that show. (laughs) And this movie is great. <laughs> Stephen Oz Spice. wrote in, Wow, Sandwell and Me is an interesting take on video game genre. That's one way of putting it. There's definitely video game inspired aspects of it. Uh, it's, it's different. I'm kind of glad that they put it between the Dragon Ball series because if any show can take a hit from having something weird in front of it, it's Dragon Ball Z. Even though I'm sure a lot of people were very confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this? 
But if you put it after Dragon Ball Z, you're not getting those people back. They're like, they're all of a sudden the people who wanted to watch DBZ Kai goes, was in Caesar's show, and they're like, that's not Piccolo. The hell? I'm telling you, Piccolo is an angry black man named Tyrone. I don't accept your reality and use my own. Damn you. I love Piccolo. <laughs> I'm married to him. I thought you were married to Loser. No, I'm married to Piccolo now. Loser and I Loser's had our, dead. Uh, oh, yeah. We had he our did. misunderstandings. Jen, you oh. moved on so quickly. The bastard done died on me. <laughs> well, no, you don't understand because Piccolo, <laughs> she was with Piccolo before Loser, and then Loser came along, and she was like, I don't know, Piccolo. I think I love Loser. And then Loser died, yeah, and was like, well, Piccolo. This, yeah. Piccolo is your first, huh? Yes. You always remember your first. Yes, you always remember Yeah, you do. Oh yeah, I do, man. That was pretty Same here. Mine's mine's kind of an odd choice, but oh, I I miss I miss old school anime sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I even that. as bad as like some of the art and like animation can be, I still have such a affinity towards nineties anime. I still do. I don't know, I man. Some of that nineties anime can look really good. I know. Some of them I love, can. I love it. I love old anime. It's my favorite. Josh Knighton wrote in about, I believe, the music for Dragon Ball Kai. I can't be the only one thinking that the background music sounds like the opening bars to Sesame Street's theme. I wouldn't know. I haven't noticed. Maybe? I don't know. I'm never home in time to hear the opening. (laughs) I'm never paying attention to it. This is the background music, though. I'm not sure which track he's talking about. We'll find out next time. On oh, Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I y'all finished it up. <laughs> uh, D. Aaron wrote in, Gohan dog on Piccolo to try and score points with Videl. Not cool. If not for him, you wouldn't be the man you are today. That's right. Yeah, damn Show right. So we go. Shame exactly. on you, Gohan. Respect Shame. the Piccolo. He's like, no, he's crazy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> at some point Gohan you should be like yeah these people can do these things you're just gonna have to get used to it <laughs> quit, quit trying pretty... to baby her it's, uh, ultimately you're gonna have to tell her eventually so what, <laughs> why so you even put it like, off honey there's something I need to tell you I'm a saiyan <laughs> I know I should have told you before I know it's been 30 years but yeah I'm a half breed alien <laughs> I am not from this planet. Well, his fighting skills up there. He like, you know what? I'm I'm just going to say this right now. Gohan is the young child of the, of the Saiyan race, man. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Come on, man. He is, he is the young child of the Saiyan race, man. Come Maybe even more of a Yamcha. Yamcha's human. So he has limitations. Like this guy could actually do something, and then he just sucks. I'm glad I got that off my chest, man. It hurts my <laughs> so much. Speaking of names face. for Piccolo to go by, Jeffrey's Herrera wrote in, couldn't Piccolo pick a better name than Ma? It's almost like calling someone Mama. Uh, actually, it was Ma Jr., and I believe it is a reference to Dragon Ball. But obviously, Piccolo should have called himself Tyrone. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling Ma. you, man. He sounds like a dude named Tyrone that's just saying everybody. <laughs> You say that, I just think of Dave Chappelle, Tyrone Biggins. 
Um, you got one of them uh, TV Super uh, episodes? She got them Blu-rays. Crack. <laughs> I mean Blu-rays, not crack, but Blu-rays. Especially for Mandaplex. You got any of those? Oh, I'll take six episodes. It's okay. Oh man, I can't deal with y'all, man. I'll leave. <laughs> Jefferson and Craig wrote in. Whoa. I know what the M on their foreheads means. Dial M for monkey. Oh, it wasn't upside. Well, if they had a W up, if it was a W, then I would have just said Wu-Tang. Wombo. Wombo. Everyone knows what the W stands for. Benjamin Pajon, a.k.a. Killa Tubby, says, So there's a competitor named Killa? Now everybody's going to go and think that I'm a big, buff, black guy. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Fine, Darrell. We all want to be you. Like hell, you do. You can't get alone. <laughs> I just want to be you with your drinking ability. I don't know. If you're ready for such power, man. My pro- I would not His handle his power is maximum. It's hard to achieve, dude. I have a god level drink prowess that it puts alcoholics to shame, man. Seriously. Boy, you thought Joseph was good at bullshitting, and then we saw what Lisa Lisa pulled off in this episode. I love this next talk back, actually. That is good. Let's get it, baby. But there was also a startling realization when Joseph found a certain photograph in Lisa Lisa's belongings and came to realize that she is old. Like, really old. Because the picture of her as a baby was 50 years old, so she's black. Okay, 50's not that old. Yeah, no, but, I mean, to Joseph, who's a young man, that... (laughs) So, Meister Mitch wrote in, Ew, we just saw an old woman's naked ass a few episodes ago. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but you enjoyed every moment of it, didn't you? It still looked good. Exactly, man. Better to find out she's a 20... Looking year old, fifty year old, than a twenty looking year old, seventeen year old. Am I right? No, fifteen <laughs> I mean, year old, buddy. I mean, Darrell, we've already talked about uh, Granny Skyheart from Dimension W. Dude, so this is, this is just another one. And you're saying Lisa Lisa wouldn't? Please, Pearl. come on now. Come Dude, on. I would love to give her some Coke Jam. Jeez. <laughs> Shut up, Jen. Leave me alone. I I do hope Joseph put two and two together, though. (laughs) He did, man. I'm like, dude, come on. Are we serious on this, JoJo? You're supposed to be kind of smart. (laughs) He is. He is. He just doesn't want to admit it yet. Uh, But seriously, dude, it seems like the Zebuli family, their one goal in life, man, their whole purpose is to give their home on to the Joestar family, man. To die. Like, dude, you got a death flag on you from the day you came out the womb. <laughs> you so he gave, he after... gave Joseph the, the hamon, right? He gave him the hamon, but, like, does that last forever? <laughs> yes. It Just certainly like would have been tale. more effective if they, like, well, I suppose they did have to fight their way <laughs> through some zombies on the, on the way up, so. There's that. Yeah, and you don't spill the vino. Nope. No, don't spill the vino. So on the topic of Lisa Lisa's age, Jeffries Herrera also wrote in, 
Lisa Lisa is 50 years old, but has the body of a 20-year-old. Was Lady Tsunade secretly involved in teaching her to look young? He's probably the other way around. Another lady that Darrell loves, who is older than your typical anime female protagonist. What can I say, man? I'm attracted to older women. Who look like they're in their teens. Pretty much. (laughs) Kind of like me. No, serious, like, serious story. (laughs) Yes, exactly. No, you do not say no after that. You need to be (laughs) nice. She's a lady. (laughs) Like, seriously, man. I, like, ran into some lady, man. Like, I thought she was, like, maybe around, like, 20. And, man, she turned out to be, like, around. She's like, no, I'm 40. I'm like, what? It's like, how are you, 35? It's like, well, you look like you're around 28, so... I'll take that as a compliment. At least you didn't say the other way. Well, you look like you're 50. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you look old. It's that call center job. (laughs) Sucks the life out of you. No, this is in public, man. This is in public. She looked really You do your work in public? No, dude. I was just out and about that day, man. Sure. Sure. What? He gets out. When I dress up, man, you know, women tend to take a good look at me, you know? Mm-hmm. Ain't no resisting when Darrell Maddox puts on his shiny shoes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no lie, dude. Like, seriously, I bust out of the house with a bow tie and a sweater vest on. Like, Ooh, bow ties, yep. <laughs> y'all have seen the pictures when I put on the bow ties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle over there. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, they call me Reverend Durong. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> Allison oh, wrote in, Joseph with horses that are vampires is so dangerous, which is good, because I'm into danger and horses. Take it, Darrell Jr. You will Love not you, Allison. Darrell Jr., you will not be lusting up with JoJo like this. God, I think she was talking more about the horses than JoJo in this she one. She likes horses. Yeah, I know she likes horses. Vampire horses? I know. No, I know no. her deep love and conviction for Dio and JoJo, though. She likes dark things, so vampires are probably a plus. Yeah. Isoka <laughs> mm-hmm. will never love her back. He loves Gomu. Well, Isoka's only capable of truly loving himself, so... <laughs> that is true. Which I wish I had that kind of confidence. Good on you, Hisoka. I need to learn from you. <laughs> Stephen Oz wrote in regarding Gundam Unicorn. In every incarnation of Gundam, Char is the only character that has long flowing hair. Well, at least the only man. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Char. of Gundam. A mask and long flowing hair. And Toonami Gamer wrote in, Rude, your Sasuke is showing. Ooh. <laughs> He's not that bad. Come on. He is nowhere near that gloomy. Come on. Which one is reading in? Uh, he's the guy who took Maneva Zabi to Thank you. his home. That's uh, Yuri Lowenthal's character, yeah, correct? Yeah, Yuri Lowenthal's yes, yes. character. So you you get the comparison, right? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. The same voice as Sasuke. Yes. I, you already know about my bizarre adventure for Saturday. I did not get to see this, sadly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. CJ's bizarre adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Less fun, no horses, and I just wanted to punch things. What punch? Which was great because as I'm going back into Boston, everyone was drunk. It was right when the bars were letting people out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I bet. Last call, baby. Last call. So lame. 
I was in Ohio and last call was like two thirty three. Boston's one thirty. What wusses? <laughs> what wusses? God. Dude, last call at my house ain't until six o'clock. There is no last call at your house. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> last call is just a friggin' myth in this house. <laughs> Look, on that topic, I get really annoyed whenever I feel the urge to purchase some alcohol and I'm like at a store that's open up all night, but they won't sell it to me at a certain time of night. I'm like, come on. I'm not going to drink it, it here. <laughs> Sheesh. You mean you've never drank where you bought your alcohol? You're missing out. Not at the grocery store. Walmart is not the friendliest place with that. I will tell you that, but uh, <laughs> it isn't too bad. I don't. <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> would think the other way around. They're so they're so understaffed. <laughs> uh, it's a marketing employee, man. Trust me. It is. It is. Trust me, dude. Sundays it's kind of hard to buy you beer, man. Before you... <laughs> I think Darrell's crying. <laughs> you can't oh, buy anything here on Sundays. No, he's just on. allergic to bullshit. Uh... <laughs> yeah, break out in the hives, man. Jeffrey but... Herrera wrote in. This week's episodes of Gundam Unicorn and Hunter Hunter was like an hour of watching people get massacred. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Wow, the collateral damage in both of those shows was excessive. Yeah, but you had one that was actually a cleaner, though, man. Oh, I love that magical vacuum. I want one. What episode of Hunter Hunter was it? Was it when the fans to clean up my extracurricular activities? Do you know what I could do with that kind of vacuum cleaner? (laughs) I could be the world's greatest hit, man. It was the episode when the Phantom Troop uh, really cleaned house. I love that episode, too. It was so good, so good. It's much better in this than the. Someone cut a video that put the '99 series next to the 2011 one of this uh, scene. It was oh my god! It was night and day. It was night and day. Night and day. Interesting, because like the earlier part of the adaptation of the '99 series was actually more brutal because Mm -hmm. of standards changing. But as the show got sent to late nights in Japan for the 2011 series, things got crazy violent. (laughs) I love it. So, violence is here and more is coming. So, uh, (laughs) you'll get your fill. Don't worry. Don't think this is just a great little feel-good show that you think it is, folks. Mm, No, 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 no. You you get to see why... They don't really bat an eye at people killing each other in the hunter's exam because the kinds of people that you have to deal with if you choose to be a hunter puts that all to shame. It does. Exactly. I was like, I would love to take the hunter exam. And once I get it, dude, it's over with. <laughs> It'll be like him. Brock Sampson. Oh, yeah. I could be the black Brock Sampson. Isn't that black dynamite? <laughs> Ah, Black Dynamite's not crazy enough. Hmm. <laughs> At least not most of the time. But, but Brock is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brock had an NFG attitude, period. Josh Knighton also wrote in, Base fills out that dress real nicely. If only her hair didn't look like an erect penis. Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah, way dude. to talk so poorly of the dead. 
I forgot that she died. (laughs) I was mad, man. I really was mad. You weren't the only one. (laughs) Dude, that was like booty. You forgot? Really? Yeah. Probably because she's not very important. (laughs) No. I could care less. Dude, but it was all about that base, man. (laughs) Like, I was... I was indifferent about her in general. As long as, you know, the main heroes were good, who yeah. the hell cares who lives or who dies? And Hisoka. Hisoka can't die. Not we yet, anyway. No, we need him. We need him. <laughs> Indeed. That hero's only as good as his villain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point there. Though, Hisoka's a bit more complicated than that. <laughs> Which makes him even just, better. I would call him an antagonist more than an actual He's... villain. You know? A villain, it would be more like Dio for me. He doesn't... He's not quite like Dio. Dio's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Like, if the most hated anime villain is probably Dio, man. He is the... Uh, uh, Shao Tucker. <laughs> take, take your turn. Oh. Man, I mean, the fact that Shao Tucker did that to his own family is really mm-hmm. messed up. I would, but, I, I mean, think about Dio. all of the atrocities that Dio does. <laughs> I would still rather chill with Dio than Shao Tucker. Well, Dio is a more charismatic kind of guy, so, obviously. <laughs> and uh, he really just wants you to be his minion more so than anything else. Ugh, I just had to go there. Oh, I will, every time. Okay. Right, well, uh, speaking of tragedy, <laughs> Chaffus and Craig wrote in, Boy, CSI's going to have a hard time explaining this freshly vacuumed mystery. <laughs> Lord. Yes, they are. Like I said, man, that vacuum cleaner man would make me the world's greatest hit man. <laughs> and Jeffries Herrera wrote in, Shizuku's weapon, the vacuum, kind of looks like Nunu from Teletubbies. I wouldn't know. I w- like, what are you watching? <laughs> The only thing I ever learned from the um, Teletubbies was the fact that we used to use the term punk-ass Tinky Winky. I don't remember about... anything from that. I don't think I've ever watched that. You don't ever want to watch that crap. No. <laughs> oh. And Gun of Unicorn 24 wrote in, Uvogin takes out a sniper with a rock? Lol. Plus an RPG has no effect. Grin. Yeah, <laughs> I love that how guy is a out. beast. Yeah, that dude. And is appropriately a voiced by Patrick Sates. <laughs> exactly, that was the perfect voice, man. That is a Patrick Sates character. Oh yeah. Oh, or probably yeah. oh either Andrew Love. Yeah, but but Patrick Sates maybe just Definitely. that gruff that gruff voice, man. So good. Like yeah. And uh, trust me, Uvo's uh, reign of terror is far from over. But, oh my gosh, you just squished that dude's head. <laughs> Let me say, that is not the most horrifying thing he's going to do. <laughs> nope. <laughs> dude, y'all have just seen, y'all seen level one. Now, y'all have seen you point got a five. Taste. You got a little taste. You got a, you got a little taste. And yet, neither the next episode or this one was rated TVMA, so they can really push TV14V really far. Well, I mean, it's what one thirty, two o'clock. I mean, uh, yeah, but that doesn't really matter. It's it's just whatever standards deems the violence to be. I feel so, like you could get away more uh, the late. It's just throwing that out there. 
two. As long as it's not naked. You know, as long as you're not showing like bare breasts. Well, that you have to censor regardless. Which is just the worst thing in the world. I see uh, male nudity, frontal nudity all the time. Why why has it got to be just the dudes? It's like whenever my friend and I are watching something on FXX or FX and they have the content warnings and they say includes nudity, we're like, oh, it's never the good nudity. (laughs) It's like it's a quality of nudity, man, between nudity. It's like the Peter Griffin side boob hour. Yeah. Like when we got to see Hotaro. Like we got to see Hotaro's side boob from Naruto. Huh. Yeah. That actually got a lot of reach weeks. <laughs> so we all know how to get retweets. Just talk about the side move. On the topic of uh, Naruto Shippuden, Josh Knighton wrote in, If you have the time to talk, then you aren't moving fast enough. Isn't that what we've been saying about this whole freaking show for years? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Always this running through the trees talking. <laughs> I want to just like send a jab to Sketch, but it, it's in poor taste, so I'm not going to. Yeah. Oh, you want you want to you want to talk about One Piece? You want to talk about uh, One Piece? It was gonna come be, on. yeah. Come on, come on, come on. What you got? All I was what you got? Say, all I was gonna say was that this. I mean, we've been saying this for a whole freaking show for years. It's like still more popular here than One Piece. Ooh. Oh, that <laughs> is a fact. You can see it from everywhere to the Crunchyroll rankings, to the Hulu rankings, to the sales numbers, to obviously Tsunami ratings. Well, think of it this way, Sketch. I mean, Naruto Shippuden is ending on uh, this upcoming Thursday. And, you know, Crunchyroll is going crazy, like, you know, promoting, yo, it's the last time, blah, blah, blah. Just imagine what the world will do on the very last episode of One Piece. You will know. You will see which one is more. Gonna loved. lose their minds, especially we'll if it's see not satisfactory. which show is more loved. So do not think that just because the Chupinin was more successful here, that One Piece <laughs> isn't phenomenal. Uh, well, it I is. mean, One Piece is so much more successful in Japan. It's not even funny. It's their discipline. <laughs> it's an institution there. The whole thing is, people want to be ninja and samurai here. Nobody wants to be a freaking pirate here. Well, they the other kind of pirates that they are, you know. <laughs> but you know we ain't gonna talk about that but Thanks, Carol. I diddly yeah. d a pirate's life for it's the like <laughs> but you know I'm just looking at it I was like now One Piece had his moments for me though with that emotional build up but growing up as a kid dude went through the ninja phase I got into Kendo straight samurai from that point on lived by the Bushi code for the most part I just need to send sketch a video of all of Frankie's attacks in one video in the Japanese voice act. It's just oh, it's that awesome. sounds super with with the with the Frankie theme music too. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good, and I'm at least glad. Like I'm sad that we didn't get to uh, Shabadi uh, Archipelago, however you say it. I apologize for butchering that, but at least we got to see Frankie with that weapons left on the spider monkey. I freaking love that scene so much it's our pelico <laughs> yeah that thing islands Arch on Pelico. islands on islands dang it jim quit bouncing yeah, on my map i knew one a one piece true fan would would get that right well for the longest time people <laughs> thought it was shaw body which i suppose it technically could be but it, mm-hmm. it's whatever <laughs> they spell it how they spell it i just wanted the supernovas man Oh, man, I so wanted to see that happen on TV. But, you know, I've been watching it with my friend, and these episodes are really badly paced. 
<laughs> so probably better that they stopped where they did. Yes. Probably better. But we started with know, filler, we end with if filler. you <laughs> you want to enjoy One Piece from that point onward, it's you know, it's easy enough to do so. You can buy the DVDs, you can stream you the show. Doing. It's especially easy if you would prefer to watch it in Japanese, then you can just continue on like uh four hundred more episodes. <laughs> You should plug what you're doing for Saturdays now. Well, I'm getting to that. Jeez. Well, you're not getting there quick enough. You're do- you're giving me the one piece pacing. Come on now. <laughs> well, uh, various fans of One Piece who enjoyed watching it on Toonami are gathering their efforts to continue watching One Piece this time before Toonami on Saturday nights around 10 p.m. Eastern. We will group watch two episodes of One Piece and use the hashtag One Piece Sales On. So, if you want to continue the One Piece journey with us, by all means. However, to, you so may I, do so. I would love to if I wasn't at work. I bet. Well, I well, like these episodes. There's some very interesting developments that happened the in the upcoming arc. I will say that much. You learn a lot more about the world and how effed up it is. <laughs> hey, Sketch. Mm-hmm. Did you know uh, One Piece does a crossover with Toriko? I yes. do. It also okay. has a, a crossover with Toriko and Dragon Ball. Okay. Didn't Which know if actually... you knew. They're fantastic. Yeah, that was actually good. Mm-hmm. Isn't that I how mean... Toriko got its start? Uh, The anime, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I love the... Toriko. We yeah. need more of that dub, damn it. Star Zoom! The real gourmet hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the real gourmet hunters. Man, never watch Toriko on an empty stomach. No. No. I, let me tell you this. the It has been said is my favorite part of every episode. It just <laughs> makes you hungry. And like Chris Guerrero does a phenomenal job being the narrator for that. I want him to be on the Food Network so he can like do that for every time Like you're on a show seeing a new concoction of food. Like it makes me so cheeseburger. Yes, he made everything <laughs> sound so tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, before we continue on with the remaining One Piece talkbacks, first a uh, quick one from Ghost in the Shell. De'Aaron wrote in best Bato scene. He captures the guy while he's taking a leak. I bet he peed on his shoes. I would have. Man, I was, I was not feeling uh, very interested in watching Ghost in the Shell after the last episode of One Piece and then that scene came on I'm like I love this scene <laughs> hi yeah, so did you need Darrell and Jen to give you a hug after last Saturday Yes, we're nah, I mean, a, a, hug, a hug would be nice but face <laughs> sandwich I don't oh, need my. no reason to get a hug <laughs> if I hug you I might not hugs allowed go favorite show sadly is gone so it's like i feel like a hug is warranted uh, a hug and a shot <laughs> I, needed a, I, I felt like i needed a hug when fairy tale stopped i was like damn it i would have hugged you cj and got I you know. a shot i know I'll and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you cj i'm gonna quit doing this I'm, I'm just gonna confess man i actually do like fairy tale Ooh, that's new i like this Look here, I watch it with my freaking niece when we have time. Okay. I love your niece. She is a big fairy tale fan. That's the reason why I got her the Phoenix Priestess for her birthday last year. 
You should get her a happy plushie. Hell no. <laughs> she will be getting a Lucy. That's why. Actually, actually, Arizona. That sounded yeah. weird. She'll be getting a Lucy. An Aries plushie. <laughs> a cuddly Nasty. little lamb. Oh, oh! I thought you said Virgo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe no. <laughs> yes, mistress. Is it time for punishment now, princess? That is... This is not prison school. I have been continuing the uh, daily watch with various folks, and I don't hate it. I I don't. I feel like it doesn't always earn its sentimental moments with me, but darn if it doesn't try. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining, regardless. So that's my thing. opinion on fairy tales so far. <laughs> Got a thing for you. Oh yeah, you're doing that. I forgot. Sorry. Yeah, I'm about eighty episodes in. Have you watched it all already? Nope. Oh, is this like your first time through it? Other than a long time ago, I've I've kind of tried watching Fairy Tale a couple of times. I got like ten episodes in initially, got bored, and then I carried on to like twenty or thirty episodes in. And I t- I'm telling you, that Galuna arc really killed my enthusiasm the last time I tried, but I powered through it and there was sun on the other side. <laughs> At least you saw the Changeling episode. I love that one. That is a good episode. Where they all switch bodies and Grey keeps trying to strip in Lucy's body. That's it's a very funny episode. <laughs> and of course you also see the one where they had to be uh, actors in a play. Yeah, and uh, Urza is all like all about it, and then realizes that she has terrible stage fright. Yep, I just love Natsu and the dragon thing. He's like, "Well, I guess that's my cue," <laughs> and he starts burning everyone in the show. There's a fire in your belly. Like, and there won't be any collateral damage. Oh, oh no! In the manga, I forget not, if they did this. Them. In the manga, I don't know if they did this in the anime, but. They Urza and Wendy go back to do another play, and it's Raid Master. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! That was awesome when I read that. I was like, "Yes, I like." I mean, that. you already you already have Plue. I mean, you might as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was even, Funimation's ever going to get that crossover? Yeah, I would. I I've seen it in Japanese. I but... wouldn't. I if they <laughs> they'd have to get Yuri and Michelle. Well, I think they would probably be able to do that. They gotta do it. They gotta do it. I mean, people really want them to get Yuri back for Suzaku and uh, Kogias Akito the Exiled, so hopefully they do it. Boy, oh boy, I'm already sensing the latest thing fans will be angry about. <laughs> uh, is it a day that ends in Y? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had Berserk this week. We now have Death Note. It's just like, it just keeps coming. We ain't gonna talk mm. about Death Note. <laughs> yes, we finally got the uh, teaser trailer from Netflix for the Death Note movie for Netflix. I didn't know Timmy Turner was in Death Note, so I just <laughs> reviewed it. So, I mean, crap, I missed something. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. Well. Let's get to the rest of these One Piece talkbacks. So D. Aaron yeah. wrote in, Laboon is waiting for Brooke. Ironically, now we have all become Laboon. Bon voyage, One Piece. You know, 
that's uh, interesting symbolism and i yeah <laughs> that makes me sad a little bit that story is very touching yeah <laughs> we'll wait for you one piece is sketch gonna make it through these talkbacks oh my god <laughs> i'll be fine jeffrey Herrera wrote in if you keep asking it loses its sentimental value okay <laughs> don't care Jeffries Herrera wrote in, Listening to Brooks' music was very emotional and the perfect way to say goodbye to One Piece on Toonami. I actually thought the conversation that Brooke had about being uncertain of the future was rather poignant considering the situation and the fact that Robin was able to both share those feelings and reassure him was really nice. This is actually a very good episode to stop on. Honestly, it's... They're off on their next great adventure, and the Straw Hats journey will continue. I think it works. And Javis N. Craig wrote in, This episode is like everything I'm going to miss about One Piece on Toonami. No big fights, but everything else. Agreed. Very heartwarming. Very funny. Good character interactions. Good stuff all around. And it's filler! Oh my gosh! (laughs) What do you know? Sometimes filler doesn't suck. I never thought it did. Yeah, Caboose likes Naruto shooting in filler. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna keep this going, all right. And Josh Knighton wrote in, "That's it for One Piece. Don't look at this as the show ending, guys. Look at this as the Thousand Sunnies sailing away from the Toonami docks. You can't keep a good group of pirates tied down on one spot forever." Farewell, One Piece. I yes. shall miss it. It will be awkward to watch Toonami without One Piece. The, you know, the thing that I'm really going to miss is having One Piece in, like, the speeches and the music videos. Because One Piece has so many great moments to use in those sorts of things. So, not having yeah. it there is like, dang, man. I would have liked to have one music video thing where One Piece and the new Samurai Jack were both in it. Alas. the last poor Yurik boy I knew him. Well, this has already gone on a little long, but <laughs> it was a big weekend for Toonami. It was their 20th anniversary. They had a great Toonami pre-flight with Gil, Jason, and Steve Bloom taking questions from people. And both Allison and Colt managed to call in. Lucky them. Our, our resident sideline? Yep. And wouldn't you know it, what does Colt ask about? Ratings. <laughs> Way to go, Data Monkey. Of all the things that you could have asked, you asked about ratings. Monkey, want a banana? I swear, whenever I see you cope, man, I'm going to shove a bushel of bananas down your throat. <laughs> That's sexual. It was really difficult to, to get a call into that, as usual. But even if I had managed to get through, I don't know exactly what I would have said to them because, I mean, we talked to those guys often enough i mean i haven't actually been on an interview with steve but i have met him at conventions so i i don't know i think at the very least i would have on air thanked jason and gill for playing one piece for four years because you certainly didn't have to there were signs that it wasn't doing well a long time ago so the fact that they stuck it out for this long is incredible it's it's worth admiration in my opinion and i would have liked to give it to them in a public manner, other than Twitter, because, you know, Twitter's Twitter. 
But I'll have to settle for Twitter this time. Darn it, Gil, you could have told us. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't have, but... It is all good, though, man. Yeah. I would like to say thank you to the guys who haven't One Piece on that for four years after four kids butchered it. Mm-hmm. You know, at least Jason and crew gave it a chance on Tsunami again. And... You know, sad that it's gone because I did support it. But you know, who knows? It may return. We never know. For some reason, they always surprise us with a lot of stuff. That's true. And, you know, you never know. Maybe someday people might get into the pirates in the United States. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But it's all right with me, though. One piece forever, people. Strong so- hair. If you haven't seen them yet, on Toonami.com, they have both a long interview with Sean Akins, the original co-creator of Toonami. I mean, the guy who was in charge initially for many, many years. It's an interesting interview. You know, he has a different approach to talking about Toonami than Jason DeMarco does. He He treats it more as a business as he should and less like a pet project. So... I think that perspective is very valuable, and I, I'm very glad that they were able to interview him. So there's that, and there was also a History of Toonami documentary that they put together, which is great. Uh, it does have snippets from that Sean Atkins interview, because, I mean, why interview him twice, right? Exactly. <laughs> but they interview the rest of the staff, uh, Johnny, Sarah, the editor, Dana... Obviously, Jason and Gil, Dennis, uh, was Dennis? No, but, but Brett, Brett was in there. So, bunch of people involved in Tsunami. Oh, and Chris, and Chris from uh, Adult Swim. So, great stuff to watch if you haven't. Very interesting, in my opinion. But then again, I'm a huge Tsunami nerd, so. Yes, you are. <laughs> Maybe it won't be of interest to you, but check it out. There's also so many articles about Toonami that came out this last week. Not only on our freaking website, <laughs> but I still much did it. all over the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I think uh, all that coverage of Toonami was nice to see, because I mean, obviously 20 years of Toonami means a lot to some of us. Yeah, like it's almost legal. <laughs> yeah. And you gotta love that they even joked about not being quite old enough to drink. Yes! The alcoholic in me smiled. <laughs> but it's a neat so, one, one can only hope that next year they will actually <laughs> yeah. make some kind of reference to the fact that they're of drinking age. But Completely legal now. We'll see. We'll see. And along with all of that uh, stuff going on, they also rolled out their classic bumps, which are designed after the pipes from that era of Toonami which got the most votes that that uh subatomic tsunami no wait that wasn't it trans uh, sf trans robotics font is the one that won when people were pulled on facebook so they did the pipes again and uh it was a little jarring at first to be honest but i'm getting used to it it's a nice throwback well, if you didn't get to see the bumps, of course, you can just go to Caboose's channel and watch his videos. But 
they will be sticking around for about a month. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept it for as long as Sandwhale is, and that's five weeks. So maybe it's either four or five weeks. Pretty neat. Very interesting throwback. I mean, a lot of people were very nostalgic for the pipes. I, I honestly, I got sick of the pipes back then. They were they kept them around for so long. I wanted the kanji cards. <laughs> I loved the kanji cards, but those were uh, not. They, they didn't leave a very lasting impact. So, uh, what you gonna do? All right. Not really any news other than. Obviously, Tokyo Ghoul will be joining Toonami this next week. And uh, it's, it's going to be starting at 1 a.m. You bought that show. <laughs> I did. I spent money on that. <laughs> and yet you're booing. Well, you do that at you do Because that at she bought event. that show and she the watched the entire thing. Really good. The second sketch, part. I, sketch, I go to Red Sox games and like I love that team, but when a pitcher sucks, I'm going to boo his ass off. <laughs> Still paid for the beer, still paid for the tickets. I mean, yeah, I, I get what Jen's saying. It's funnier just because it's like you didn't have to buy this anime, but I get what she's saying. <laughs> you should have just legally streamed it like most people. Yeah. I like it. I'm I'm pumped that it's coming. I think it's past, you know, its original hype and popularity, but it it made me want to read the manga, so it was good enough to pique my interest for that. So for those who have not read it, be judges for yourself. That's all I can say. I've never read the manga, and uh, other than the pacing being not quite good in the first season, and I felt like the middle dragged a lot. Well, it don't was forget interesting enough. Don't forget, like uh, arcs in the anime are out of order in what the manga did. I did not know that. And yes, frankly, so that's... It, you know, do, does it matter? <laughs> Um, I think it does in a sense where, like, I know why they did what they did. They wanted to showcase a certain character sooner and make him more prevalent with fans' minds. And Well, that just goes it, to show you how it's yeah. even more poorly adapted than I thought. But yeah, and I also poor, think poor adaption did... or not, it's, you know, for the Toonami viewers, it, it's going to, you know, live or die on its own merits as a right. show. I think they also did it in the anime to make a villain more just to like keep around more often than he was in the manga because of how the art. I mean, sometimes it changes a good thing. For instance, in the Full Metal Alchemist manga, Maze Hughes doesn't play as prominent a role as he did in the original anime's adaptation. So, you know, when he died, it it made spoilers. Maze Hughes dies. What? I know that show has only aired onto Konami so many times. Well, brother, I thought yes. last time I saw him, he was in the phone booth. The phone booth. <laughs> no. He was calling his wife. He said it was going to be okay. Yeah. And then his wife showed up, and that was weird. It, oh, it, it wasn't was his little, wife. It was a little weird. I kind of stopped watching after the, the wife kind of just showed. What? That was it. Was heartbreaking. It was. But that you see. By giving you more time with Hughes, that made that whole impact a lot more, I would say. So changing things from the source material is not necessarily a bad idea, but sometimes it's not a bad idea. I think it did, though, considering the character that they were keeping around longer than he normally was in it. Now, I don't want to spoil it for those either. I feel like everyone on this podcast know might know who I'm talking about. 
I'll type it in in the chat just to be safe, too, because I don't want to spoil it for viewers because I want them to genuinely like either organically love it or hate it. It's either or. It's fine. <laughs> I am no preference whatsoever. But because of the way they changed it, it made the villain that you see in this because there's multiple villains. and It's not just one. Don't worry. I didn't spoil it there. <laughs> um, it, it gives it makes this villain much more memorable than he was in the manga. So I, I actually think hmm. this, there's at least one change that they did that I think worked for it. Not everything, not everything, but there one there was one where it really hmm. worked in my opinion because he was around longer. Hmm. I mean, the the viewers who have read the manga will have to make their own decision regarding that. I know or, I've become you know, read the I've manga afterwards. Tokyo, I've become a Tokyo Ghoul nut. The manga is really good. If you if yeah, you want to invest in anything, read it. Please read it. It's so good. The artwork, oh, especially with Toka. Oh my lord! Like with the ghoul eyes that you see, like when they're black and all stuff. Like the artwork for like ghoul's eyes are just so so amazing. I love uh, uh, Toka's like Kagune too. It's just it's wonderfully done. The art is just amazing in Tokyo Ghoul manga. A lot of people like that manga. It sells really well. It sells really. It's that Attack on Titan and One Punch Man have been credited as the big three of like the manga po- uh, boom that's been going on in America lately. The new big three. No, I'm not doing it like that. But <laughs> they mentioned three, and those have been the three biggest mangas that have been selling in the U.S. No, at least sure. from 2015 to 2016. Hey, the yeah. I'm just happy that Yen Press started freaking translating the regular Magic High School. Woo-woo! Which right. they actually deserved a freaking dub. Sketch would have preferred that than Tokyo Ghoul on Toonami. <laughs> I think we all would have. A no, dub of no, regular really. Magic High School? Hmm. Yeah, Even yeah, with the maybe. dub, I think I like Tokyo Ghoul more. Well, I mean, I haven't really seen a regular Magic High School, so it would have more interest for me regardless because I haven't seen it. <laughs> But as for Tokyo Ghoul, I've seen both seasons and felt that the first one was all right and the second one debatable. <laughs> but well, we'll see. Our conversations for twenty four weeks. Tokyo Ghoul is fine. No, it sucks. It's fine. No, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, I, at least I don't have to see people dogging on One Piece's ratings anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of annoying too. We that get got it. real old. Yeah, real we, fast. Get, we get it. You you won, internet. You won. Oh, did anyone oh. sign up for that like tsunami giveaway thing? No. Yep. No. Oh, okay. I never win. Neither do I. <laughs> I still do. They didn't play that promo until during JoJo. <laughs> That's the only reason why I knew it too. The only show Genius. I made it for. Uh, that'll really weed out the casuals. <laughs> <laughs> You're such Filthy a... casuals. <laughs> oh hey, I mean, look at it this way. <laughs> Better chance for the people who dedicatedly <laughs> watch to win. <laughs> if that's the case, they should have put it on during Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would just that's be right. Jose and Sketch that would have won <laughs> in that giveaway. <laughs> Nice. Nice. I mean, I could put on during One Piece. <laughs> you could. Uh, 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 that one week. <laughs> that one. Oh, we didn't talk about that music video. That music video was rad. Yes, it was. Uh, it that was, was. That was really cool. 
I don't know how to explain it, man, but it, it gave me some kind of feeling. Hmm. I just felt like it was really hype, but sure, I could see some sentimentalness. There, there were nods to Tanami's history in there, and then Paul finally got his wish. Tom in a mech. Yeah, he finally got it. <laughs> now, Paul, please shut up. And that mech armor, like the 2D version of it, looked a lot like Domonkashu's Gundam. <laughs> that G Gundam reference, baby. Oh, yeah. Good stuff there. And, uh, yeah, it was a neat music video animated by so many animators at Titmouse. And they they made a Facebook post that tells you all of the animators. I was a little disappointed that uh, the Jody wasn't in there. It would have been nice to get something from Jody. You know, make us XLR. I'm sure he was busy with something else. Big giant robots. Pretty cool tributes. Definitely, I mean, Toonami's played some cool music videos, but... I would say that was that was very far one of the best, and, and yeah, one of the best, one of the best. I mean, I know you had stuff like you know the dream, which is always a classic. <sighs> what can I say, man? So that was your treat if you made it to shipping it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think with that we can get on out of here. So. You can email us at podcast at com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Our Twitter is at Tsunami Podcast. Our Tumblr is Tsunami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. And our SoundCloud is soundcloud.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can also visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all of the episodes of the podcast. And most of the exclusives. We're still lagging on getting all of the exclusives over to that part of the site. But if you haven't heard our recent interview with Gil Austin. Or our very special interview with the legend Phil Lamar. Definitely mm. do that. <laughs> I know, Bay. I'm sorry. I wanted you to be there. I know, man. Curse you, Technology! <laughs> We tried. I know. It's okay, though. I understand. And if you like what we do and want to help us out, you can become one of our Patreons by going to patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. There's all kinds of incentives on there, including the ability to come on to the podcast or pick the topic. So check that out. And honestly, if a lot of people would be willing to throw us a dollar every month, it would go a long way. So please consider that, and otherwise, just share the podcast. That's the best thing you can do. Share the podcast, and also let people know that Toonami is back on the air, because for goodness sake, there yes, are still tell. people who don't know. Yes, tell, tell, Samurai you Jack. tell your rich friends, too. Yes. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Did no, you I'm... really get Darrell to start doing that now? No. This was the, what Darrell wanted to say tonight. <laughs> Tell your rich friends. <laughs> now, if you got some fine single female friends, tell them I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag date Darrell. Hey, hey, hey. Where are you going out? Ain't no date Darrell. <laughs> I will bring that up to Michelle next week. 
and hate you, CJ. I hate you so much. I hate Dude. me too. Dude, it's if okay. I can fart, we can hate, if I we can can fart into together. this microphone into your ear right now, I would. We can hate me together. It's a lovely time. I mean, um, y'all just y'all just really love using Michelle to get at me, don't y'all, man? It's yep. like the it's like that one ace that y'all have over me, man. I want to rile right. to just like prank you again. I do not know what y'all gonna do, man. <laughs> you know, I love y'all, but I hate y'all at the same time. This is the reason why y'all land on my shit list. I love you. I hate you. <laughs> that song for me. You're welcome. <laughs> no, after this Jen, week. tell them where they can find you. On Darrell's uh, lap. Yep. You can also find me on Twitter at Tarzana, and I have an Instagram that's at Tarzana as well. CJ, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at CJ Maffris. I now have a curious cat because I actually enjoy, I've been enjoying the questions I've been getting. So you guys rock. Keep that coming. So I have a curious cat at CJ Maffris as well. And I will be at Anime Boston next week. Woo! Woo! I'll be trying to get as many interviews as I can. And I will be reviewing the Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale dub. Ooh, I'm pumped because I didn't get to see it when it was out. Oh, the one day it was in Boston, I was working. That seems to be a theme. So thankfully, I'll get a chance to see that. Hopefully, I'll be able to do a couple other things while I'm out there in my native land of Boston, the Boston otaku scene. They're awesome. They're so friendly. It's the friendliest people in Boston you'll ever meet, which is... It's almost like an oxymoron. Can we go to Cheers? Friendly people in Boston. You, you don't think that's the case, but when you go to the convention, everyone is nice. It's lovely. Well, I don't know. Don't you want to go where everyone knows your name? <laughs> place is overpriced. Don't don't bother. But yeah, no. I'll be doing that. Feel free to ask me questions. Feel free to tweet at me anything about Toonami. I usually respond. Sometimes kind, sometimes not. Depends on my mood. <laughs> Or if you're just doing that on purpose. He's never mean to mean people. He's always nice to me. Well, you don't send me Captain Underpants trailers. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you did. You know what you did. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say on that. Darrell, where can they find you? As always, people, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. And you can also follow me at nasio underscore roho adonazi at twitter.com as well. And if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do it at realmadox at tsunamifaithful.com. And you can find me on Twitter at sketch1984 on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com, on curiouscat.me backslash sketch1984. That is where I am taking questions. Because every time I try to load Ask.fm, I get bombarded with terrible, terrible intrusive ads, and so do people that try to ask questions, and I am done dealing with that as much as possible. And if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either the emails sketch at com or podcast at com. And if you have any hate mail, you can send it to at Pulp Shrill. <laughs> No, I messed that up. Paul Pascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. That was perfect. <laughs> we all oh, send man. a hate mail from our Tsunami Faithful emails and see what happens. No, we want your hate mail. <laughs> Just 
sent it to it Paul. It fills us with joy. Joy. <laughs> because like Besides. Aku, we are also 100% of all Twitter trolls. <laughs> Other than anything, people just gone. They're like, well, they, you know, if you say anything, they're going to send a rail after you. I don't do that anymore, people. <laughs> I don't need Darrell to fight my battles for me. Darrell just kind of steps in and takes over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh he he doesn't share. <laughs> uh, because I like to see the thing else people are. Even though I seem like a pacifist at times, which I am, I like the fight. <laughs> I love it. Alrighty people, so is there anything else we need to do with this? I don't think so. <laughs> well, Gotta get back back to the past. Samurai Jack. Watch out. <laughs> Thank you for listening each and every week to the Junami Faithful Podcast, especially when we're chronically late. <laughs> I blame. continue to apologize for that. It's, it's too much. It's too many podcasts. You know, you record them every week and that, that really, really adds up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we, we will press on. We will, we will make it someday. We're halfway there, living on a prayer. No. Oh, oh, on a pr- I, dang man, got me singing Bon Jovi. I hate you, sketch. Yep. Well, it's my life, and it's now or never. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna live forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. Well, love is a battlefield. Yeah, that's right. Well, folks, thanks for listening, and until next time, we're punching out. Deuces. Kisses. CJ, you need a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs>